I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listen to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Uh, got a radio show. Yep. Yep. Sometimes that's all I can say. <laughs> yep. Man. How far I've come is really unbelievable. But you know, I finally figured it out, man. God allowed uh, me to have the life I've had so that I can become experienced at so many different things. And in this experience, when I'm talking and sharing with people, I will be able to relate to a lot of different circumstances. Not exact, but just the circumstances, you know. You know, if a person comes to me and they say, man, I've been down and out. Okay, well, I know what that is. Man, I, I I didn't have any direction. Okay, got that, been there. Man, at one point in time, man, I just kept piling mistake on top of mistake. Okay. So, you know, uh, I think what I'm trying to say to everybody is when you're going through life and life is dealing the cards that it deals, I want you to understand that life deals everybody these cards. The disappointment card, the setback card, the failure card the mishap card, the unexpected misery card. Everybody going to get the grief card. Everybody going to get the rash of bad decision card. Everybody going to get them. Understand that going in, that everybody is going to get these cards. Is how you play them, though. You know, uh, from time to time, one more time, it's how you play them. Uh, you know, from time to time when I'm watching TV, 
I, I love to watch the uh, World Series of Poker. I like watching poker tournaments on TV because it, it's it's really weird, re, weird what's happened to sport to to poker. They're actually trying to call it a sport, you know, and it's the everyday guy that doesn't have to be athletically inclined to anything, who has a shot of winning a title if they play their cards right. The best poker players in the world don't have the best hands. They just make the best plays. I've seen guys win a hand with 9-2 in their hand. That's nothing. And win their hand because they knew the bluff. They knew the odds. They calculated risk. They made the stakes higher than the other person was willing to pay. They gave off the illusion that they had something when in actuality they had nothing. So what I... What I enjoy about poker and watching it is that these people, these people here, play the hand they dealt. And it ain't always a good hand. But it ain't whether your hand is good. And it ain't whether you're going to get dealt bad cards or not because you're going to get dealt some bad cards. Everybody ain't finna get two bullets in their hand. You ain't finna get two aces when you get dealt, uh, you know, when you play a draw poker. Some of your cards going to be nothing. But you got to turn that nothing into something. So when you get dealt these cards in life, it ain't the fact that you getting keep getting them dealt. I was talking with a young person yesterday, and uh, we were talking, and we keep having the same conversation over and over and over, and they could not understand why they were not moving forward. But I said, you don't understand. Every time we talk, we have the exact same conversation. It is simply because you keep getting your cards and you playing them the same way. See, until you make a conscientious, uh, conscious decision to do something different, the results will continue to be the same. See, here's, here's, here's the way this works. When you're dealt the disappointments in life, it's how you handle the disappointments that determine the outcome and who you are. Because everybody going to be disappointed. Everybody going to lose a loved one. Everybody going to make a bad decision. Everybody going to wake up one morning and have done something they regretted. Everybody going to get caught at the wrong time. Every, everybody going to make a mistake. It ain't just you. It is how you play your cards when they get dealt to you that determine who you are. Now, how do I play my cards better? First of all, it's a mindset. Quit looking at everything as just the end when it happens to you. Oh, Lord, woe is me. No, everybody got your circumstances somewhere. It ain't, oh, woe is me. It's, hold on, man, okay? Let me play this out to see how God done connected this to something else. See, as soon as a person have a setback, what's the first thing a lot of people do? They go straight negative. I can't seem to get a break. I can't seem to move forward. Hold on, man. Do you realize this could be connected to something? See, you got to understand, man, that this thing is all connected, that you're not having these mishaps and these spills and accidents and falls for no reason. It's so you can become experienced at them. So when he takes you to the next level, when it happens again, you have no how and how to handle it. If you keep throwing yourself off the cliff every time something happens, you're just going to be a cliff diver. Man, stop tripping yourself out. I was talking to this young person. I kept saying, and, and you know what they tried to tell me? I'm trying to stay positive, but the people around here, they just killing that. Oh, I see. 
So when you learn something and you know something, you don't take ownership of it. You allow other people to come into what you know and believe and shake it loose from you. I don't care who you are, you're not doing me like that. Here's the deal. I have a gift that was given to me from God. That is the gift of comedy. That's what I've done. I've made the bulk of my living on that skill set right there. There are comedians who are supposedly friends of mine who I've worked with who get around in huddles with one another and they say, man, Steve really ain't funny. I don't see what they be laughing at. He ain't funny to me. He wasn't the funniest king to me. Excuse me. You're irrelevant in this conversation. Because irregardless as to how you feel about me, there are people think that I'm knocked down, kill over funny. But more importantly, I own the gift that God gave to me. I take ownership of his blessing. Because you don't think it's so, you ain't taking that from me. Stop letting people steal your joy. Stop letting people take what you're supposed to know. Look, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a kind person at heart. Man, you ain't nothing. Now you sitting here going, man, I guess I ain't. What, what you tripping for? You are a kind person. Own that. Take ownership of it. Stop letting things God has given you be taken away from others. The devil is a cold player, and he got cold players working for him, just shaking, just taking stuff from you. You know, I'm a hard worker. I really am intelligent. You stupid. Man, I thought I was a hard worker, man. They came in here and said I was stupid, man. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, what? Excuse me. You're a very bright person. Hey, y'all, take ownership. When God gives you something, blesses you with a gift, a talent, a skill set, a mindset, own it. Don't let people come in here and take it from you, man. Okay, I probably shouldn't have went there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? Uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, live, vivid color. Today's show isn't dedicated to anybody. No, not anybody. Mm. So any of you that's been wanting a dedication, go ahead and make this your day. Uh, if you want to dedicate it to yourself, if you're someone who has no friends, if you have one who feels like you're an outcast, if you're a loner, if you're sad, if you drive most friendships away from you, <coughs> congratulations, this show is for you. For anybody who's never had anything de- dedicated to it, if you've never won anything in your life, you've never played a single game of sports, You've never been selected in school. You ain't never got a gold star. You ain't ever won a game of bingo. Wow. This show is for you. I'm depressed. Shirley Strawberry. (laughs) Good morning, Steve. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Keyword happy. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Junior boy. Morning, Aunt Curtis. This show for you. Mm. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Bingo. Bingo. B7. Yeah. Bingo, baby. I have won at bingo before. 32. I thought I won one time. Hey, man. Four old white women stood up. Me too. <laughs> bingo. <I> said, <laughs> 
gotta split the you gotta money. Split that money. <laughs> you gotta split the money. <laughs> we split forty two dollars. <laughs> no, <laughs> between four people, got five $6. people. <laughs> I got six dollars. I was ticked. Anyway, how's everybody doing today? Good. Oh man, good. It's yeah, Friday. Happy. Looking forward to a great weekend. You you said it was gonna be here, and guess what? It's it, here. It's here. It's here. It's here. It will show up. Now. I don't see. I don't, I don't see what the surprise is. <laughs> Been waiting on it. <laughs> I claim a great weekend. Sooner the weekend I had is over. <laughs> but you know, your nephew doesn't like Fridays. Cause it's too close to Monday. That's all I'm saying. What what sense does that make? Where is the oh, logic in no, that? No, 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 Shirley, Shirley. Mm-hmm. What sense do that make? Yeah, does who that make? Said? I said. <laughs> but who? The nephew. Who, who said? The nephew. Now, what? 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 Name the times he said something that's made sense. That right there made sense. Well, <laughs> how close? How close is Friday to Monday? It's right there. It's close. That's stupid. He is close. I w- well, Saturday is closer. Sunday is closer. Oh, ah, it'll be at Sunday. Jesus. That's right there. Mm. <laughs> All right, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. We're going to see what's up with Steven Jr. Uh, they're here with their holiday gift list for Tommy inside of something funny right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, as we know, Tommy is back from his shoulder rotator cuff surgery. And uh, Tommy, again, welcome back. So happy to have you you. that everything went all right and went beautifully. Glad to have you back. Yeah. So your Uncle Steve, huh? I said thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. Your Uncle Steve and Junior are here, uh, Tommy. Just in time. Just in time. (laughs) Not with the holiday, <laughs> but listen to what they have though. They have a holiday gift list for you since you can only lift, uh, use one arm now. So you ready? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! I can't wait to hear yeah, this, this list. Here we go. for you. This is all we thought about just for you, man. You gonna need it. Okay, let's 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 hear this. Let's go. You ready? Here we go. You know what you need? This is for mm. Christmas, and I'm getting all of this stuff on here. Me and June. Yeah, we gonna get all this for you, man. These for you. You ready? Yeah. This is for you since you go. had rotator cuff surgery and you only got one arm now. <laughs> I'm gonna get you for Christmas. Oh God. Uh uh ski uh-huh. pole. <laughs> Not I'm a just pal. skiing with one pole. No. You, you ain't got that's one in a circle. He's got to be pretty brave to get out there with just one arm, though. Well, hell yeah, he'll be out there. <laughs> you'll be you fine, uh, time it, man, because, you you know, you're going to need this because I'm trying to make life easy for you. So all I did, man, I was going to go out and buy just a bunch of left-sided sleeve shirts. Okay, y'all, like, my right arm is still on my body. Yeah, it's still yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't it be easy? Wouldn't it just be easy just to put the one on the left side? Yep, but oh, like I can't I act like I don't have no Which right shoulder arm. did you have operated, Tommy? Which shoulder did you have operated? The right shoulder. All right, guess what I'm going to get you for Christmas? A Pac-Man machine. You're going to be cold, boy. Ooh. <laughs> Working that left hand. All you got to do is work that joystick. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. <laughs> you ain't got to press no buttons. This ain't Gallagher because you got to press a button in Gallagher. Yeah. Pac-Man just, just be operating that little joystick to death. 
That's it, oh, man. God. Oh, God. Okay. I know, I know it's going to be awkward because you got to use your left hand. You probably don't use that as much. But I think I'm going to get you some military-grade wipes. See, they strong. Uh-huh. Wow. So uh-huh. when you go to the so restroom. you tag. Yeah. It, it'll hang in there uh-huh. long. <laughs> wow. Really, young? Really? Yes. Wow. Really, yeah. young? The military-grade. I don't want no military wipes. for Tommy. Yeah. Well, you know, you got that odd hand trying to <laughs> yeah. do what your Try, other hand Trying to do the other hand. You ain't comfortable with that one. It's army strong. Tommy, I got another one for you. That's <laughs> right. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm going to get you one drumstick and a set of drums. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. be beating your uh, little my, ass. Uh, my other arm will be back. It's not like it's gone <laughs> no, forever. No, it, it ain't back now. So no. we just talking we, about it. We just getting stuff you need now. In the moment. <laughs> just, you know, on, like dude. like something you're going to do that's going to be hard stuff you don't even think about. It's going to be difficult for you. But I'm going to mm-hmm. get you a pair of self-tying shoes because you, huh? you're not going to mm. be able to tie them with that arm <laughs> in that sling. So these going to tie right themselves up. No, I well, know that's, that's hard right. for you. That's okay. love. That's no, love. Just give that him some that one ain't bad. Just get him some loafers and a long and long uh, shoe horn. <laughs> yeah. Let <laughs> I me mean, here go one for you. This one I'm going to get on. you for Christmas. A Michael Jackson glove. <laughs> <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> really? Really, y'all? Ah. Ain't nobody wearing a Michael Jackson glove no more. Uh. That's out. <laughs> Dog, they go, you gonna need this stuff, Tommy. We thinking about you, man. This for this okay. Well, let me this. ask y'all something. Do y'all think my my other hand ain't gonna be cold? It's still there. <laughs> Dog, Dog, we gonna get you this a the best Christmas gift. Get, this ever. stuff we getting for you, man. I'm gonna get you a left-handed spoon. They don't have a left-handed spoon. Okay. Spoon you, is spoon. You don't know that because you don't have one. The hell you telling us for? Good one, Junior. (laughs) This is what I'm going to get you for Christmas, Tommy. What? I'm going to just get you a dough with a peephole on it. (laughs) Because you can't open it. What does that do? (laughs) What does nothing? I can't open the dough? The door? (laughs) I can open it with this other. Yeah. I got a left hand that's working. I can't open the door. <laughs> Guess not. not. Not with that hand, you can't. Moving on. Steve Come got on, you yeah. nope. out. No, can't do it. Tommy, I'm going to get you a long wash rag because you're going to need that to bathe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> have have mm. you been able to yep. bathe yet, Tommy? I don't want to talk yeah, about it. You can just slap it, <laughs> slap on, it on your back, back <laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh. I'm not supposed to bathe until Sunday. Who you oh, fucking? Oh. <laughs> you funky? Shut up. Scoot over. Shut up. There's a reason I asked. Uh-huh. Boy, you gay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Unc. You don't smell him over there? Hell no. Oh, wow. but, if, but if I did, he'd probably smell like a wildebeest. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> babe, till uh, Sunday. That's all right, y'all. That's all right. Sunday, I'm going to be fresh and clean. Yeah. <sighs> oh, but right in the meantime. Uh, I don't want to be, be by myself, Carla. <laughs> I don't want to be with me. You ain't seen no right, growth on your body yet? <laughs> no. Something ought to be uh, growing. No, I'm all right. I'm going to be all right. That's what funky people But you know what? Say. My wife didn't sleep in the room last night, though, so... 
Ah. Mm. Huh. Uh-huh. Is that a mm. sign? Yeah. Uh, most yeah, death. Yeah, that's a hint. And <laughs> a sign. Most death. Yes. Uh, if ain't nobody been around you in 24 hours, that's a sign. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> from somebody that's been married a couple of times, that's a definite sign. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but ain't that, dog. Don't leave me. Well, I ain't trying to throw you in or nothing, but you know. Uh, depending dog. on how long you done told her you going to be down. <laughs> dog. Women don't play that, man. Dog. Hey. Well, this is what it means. Dog. In sickness and in health. That's what yes, this means. That's what it means. But it nowhere did it mention the same draw. <laughs> That's not in the vows. All right, listen, coming up, Nephew is here to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment sports news, O.J. Simpson warns Colin Kaepernick that his friends are hurting him. Right Who's now, on advice from O.J.? Uh, exactly, Who's on advice from <laughs> Exactly, exactly. His friend, I don't want no advice from O.J.? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't know how to thank Colin Kaepernick. He kneeled for justice. He didn't stab nobody. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. Run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Chopper's funeral at the club. Chopper's mm. funeral at the club. Let's go. Let's let's go on send Chopper home the right way at the club. Come on, cat dog. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach uh, James, James, James. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, this this is uh, Gerald. Uh, I, I was a friend of uh, uh, your, your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah, huh? And Chopper just uh, passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at uh, at Mount Baptist Church. And uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the, uh-huh. at the club. Yeah. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his. Uh-huh. And well, we, 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 we decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do you think, that you can talk to uh, some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club. At the club. Let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Yeah, what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you, you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? And I understand it, but see, see, Chopper, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really. Really go long as I've been knowing him. Now he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah but these are church going folks. They yeah, want a funeral. But I, I understand. But see, Chopper wasn't. Chopper wasn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on. We can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. What what I'm saying is though is that he wasn't really no church going person. I believe that a person ought to be. Uh, the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Player, player. No, I, I don't. I don't know what you mean, player. No, this this gotta be a funeral. This 
this is this is church folk. I go to church and all my folks go to church. No, we we, we got to do this thing up in church. This this is a church thing. But you don't feel. But do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that man ought to gone on. And, and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see no, what I'm saying? No, bro. Hell no, no. See, it's, it's his chance to get himself right. We don't, we don't have him up in church in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, how do you, how do you relate to this? Are you a preacher or are you? No, no, no. Where are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know yeah. Chopper's the last words about Chopper ought to be said at the club because see that's what Chopper was. But five six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what what why the hell would I? I I, I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club. How the f- that gonna go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do, cause yeah, see, but they. You talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something? No, not no strip club, just a nightclub. Well, you... It's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club? What kind of? That. But that's and what Chopper was. That's what Chopper was. How the f- I'm gonna look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club. You're gonna look like somebody that's trying. To... I'm gonna look like a f- fool. No, you're not. You're gonna look like somebody that's trying to keep it real. I can't even f- come to the damn funeral if I was to do some f- like that. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this, Hitty, uh, Jane. Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no. Well, I'm just saying, before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh, you... hell no. I ain't touching I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the fuck am I touching the body for? Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper uh, most. No, hell no. Again, who the fuck are you? How the fuck you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number said you was friends. Why the fuck y'all call me, of all folk? Because- why the Y'all call me. They say you good, you in with the family, you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in with the family make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself. Man, I want, I just want trying to get you to bring the body by, man, and let us. No, I ain't touching no dead body. We just want to have one last drink with Chopper, well, man. you have one with your boys and you, you, you get together with them. And, and y'all talk about bottom and, 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 and let him know how Chopper was, what kind of person he was, what kind of person he but we is need to, We want Chopper to be there. This Chopper, this is Chopper you talking about, man. Y'all this, bring y'all to the church. Y'all need to be up in the church. We want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. come on, man. Y'all full of Well, we y'all know. Y'all ain't going to my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper, though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man. I ain't doing I'm just going to this funeral. I'm going to tell the family what I think about chop, and I'm moving my on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of the family, y'all call the family y'all self and do that Look, I got one more thing I want to say. I don't even know your What? 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 This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. You tripping. What? This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of <laughs>
man. I just know y'all ain't did this. James, this is nephew Tommy, man. No, Your boy. No, 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 player. Oh, oh, man, I can't believe this. No, he didn't. I can't even believe he did that. Hey, man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, what man. is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> now, that's how you bury somebody. That's wow. how you do that at the club. I cannot yes. with you in the funeral at the club, though. The but club. that's what Chapel hung yeah, out at. Too much. And that's yeah. where they ought to give the funeral at, is at the club. Because <laughs> that's what Chapel was about. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have a holiday comedy jam. In Philadelphia. Pull it together. Friday man. on the 20th of December at the Met in Philadelphia. It's Jandy Brown is Kill Junior's face. Hosted by yours truly at Earthquake. We're going to bring you a lot of laughter and a lot of fun at the Holiday Comedy yeah. Jam. Okay? All right. That's Live Nation and WDAS all together. All we'll right, see y'all some tickets on sale right now. Thank holiday you. Comedy Jam. Coming up at the top of the hour. Are you crying because you haven't had a bath in a few days? Coming hey, hey, the- hey, get up off my phone. Wow. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, get this, guys. OJ, OJ Simpson is concerned that Colin Kaepernick's friends are hurting him uh, get back into the NFL. Uh, O.J. wasn't specific, but some think O.J. is talking about Eric Reed, Brandon Marshall, because they have publicly said uh, Collins' NFL workout this Saturday uh, could be a sham. Well, of course, tomorrow, I mean. O.J. said one thing that he has learned is that sometimes your friends can do and say things that aren't in your best interest. You think? Really? <laughs> you think? Words you don't want to hear from O.J. is hurting. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word we don't want to do some things that ain't in your best interest, and he damn sure should know what that is. <laughs> what make him think somebody offering advice? I, I don't I, know. I don't get that. Yeah, why are you just talking? A yard full of people. <laughs> Steve, once again, his careful. ass passing out. <laughs> Reconciliation <laughs> advice. Man, hey, you don't right. sit your to old it. ignorant ass down. Uh-oh. You philosophical. When the hell did you get into problem solving? <laughs> man. Hey, man. Greatest show ignorant ass. You ain't got no types of skill flash conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. All, all I know right. is a, a comedian named. All in the driveway with a damn butcher knife trying to settle it. All I know is Steve Harvey said it was so much evidence everywhere. They found a Heisman Trophy in the bushes. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what about his friend that drove him around? That, oh, Al Collins. Yeah. Al Collins. Yeah. Al Collins. That was your. That yeah, was a friend know, he could count on. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, and that was after. That was after the fact. Yeah. But and I he didn't I believe he did it at no the time. Well. <laughs> no. Yeah. Mm-mm. But yeah, as yeah. soon as yeah. all them cop cars had the guy behind me, I'd have pulled over in that damn Bronco. OJ, we out of gas, man. We got to get out right here. Come on, man. Stop playing. Lay them pictures down and come on out. Put your hands up, OJ, before they kill our black ass. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> juice, got, juice, get out. a real friend would do. Yeah, that's a real friend. We out of gas. Put them damn pictures down before they think it's a gun. <laughs> 
Steve is sick. <laughs> Stupid ass been living in Brentwood too much. Put them damn pictures down. That picture he's holding to his chest. He up here trying He doing damage control. your eyes before they thank you, Richard, for a gun. Don't wipe, wipe your eyes one more time. Get a shot in here. <laughs> OJ got advice. But who's listening? Oh, who's nobody. listening? Go That's the question. Boy. Yeah. But damage control advice. Yeah. 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 Colin's talking to OJ. Uh, OJ, when we get out the car, don't walk towards them people smiling. <laughs> this ain't a Hertz commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right, uh, moving on. Your ass on the ground with me. <laughs> Thank no you, right. OJ, for nothing, I guess. Uh, right, moving sure. on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Carly and Ben Raymond. Uh, Carly, better known as uh, Steve's daughter, uh, Carly Harvey. Well, she and her husband Ben say uh, they neither of them come from a perfect background, but their commitment to a successful marriage uh, is what they're all about now. It led them to seek counseling early on in their relationship. Uh, you can hear more about them and their relationship, their beautiful love, this Friday only on OWN TV at 8, 7 Central. They're uh, going to be doing the Black Love Show. I love this. Yeah, love okay. This. Yeah, that's a good show. they always look so happy. So that's congratulations tonight, to them. That's yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah tonight. congratulations. On Guess own. I get blamed for something else. Oh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Steve, we're just going to. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp, and uh, we've got the news here, and there's a lot to talk about. Police in Santa Clarita, California, say that the teenage gunman is in grave condition and that two of his victims are dead following yesterday's early morning mass shooting at a high school there. Sheriff Captain Kent Weniger says five students were initially shot by the gunman, who was also a teenager. The suspect was later identified as one of the victims who was found in the quad. He is identified as a 16-year-old male. Detectives have reviewed the video at the scene, which clearly show the subject in the quad withdraw a handgun from his backpack, shoot and wound five people, and then shoot himself in the head. Two of the high schoolers were initially wounded. They died. Authorities say that by all indications, the gunman acted alone. They also say that it was the shooter's birthday. And by the way, again, that shooter uh, is in grave condition this morning. Today is day two of the impeachment hearings on Capitol Hill before the uh, Intelligence Committee of the House. Former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch, is to testify today. There's now one more hat in the ring for the Democratic presidential nomination. As of yesterday, former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick announced his run. I admire and respect the candidates in the Democratic field. They bring a richness of ideas and experience and a depth of character that makes me proud to be a Democrat. But if the character of the candidates is an issue in every election, this time is about the character of the country. And Patrick wants to compete in the New Hampshire primary in February. Just a few days ago, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg floated the idea of his running also, but not competing until Super Tuesday. That's on March 3rd. CBS News reports that Bloomberg has already filed, though, to appear in the ballot in Alabama and Arkansas and is hoping to get on the ballot in Tennessee. 
Comedian and actress Monique filing a discrimination suit yesterday against Netflix, alleging that the streaming service was guilty of both race and sex discrimination when it offered her a lowball figure to do a comedy special back in January of 2018. Monique says that while the uh, Netflix folks offered her $500,000 for her special, they are willing to pay Amy Schumer $11 million and Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock $20 million each. A woman in San Antonio, Texas, has been told to take down her Christmas decorations by her Neighborhood and Homeowners Association because they feel she put them up too soon. And today is National Spicy Food Day. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Mm, it makes you really thirsty, doesn't it? Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, another school mass shooting at Saugus High School. This one was in Santa Clarita, California. It was about 30 miles northwest of L.A. The suspect was a 16-year-old male dressed in all black. He went up to the school, pulled out a 45 caliber gun, and shot six students, including himself. This keeps happening over and over and over in America. We all know this. We watched the news yesterday. Saw all too familiar scene of uh, students walking out of school in a single file line with their hands up, escorted by police and deputies to get them out of harm's way so they could be eventually uh, safe with their parents. I mean, and that's what it was all about, um, you know, to get back to their parents and reunite with them safely. Of course, the politicians and the presidents are offering thoughts and prayers. <sighs> I mean... I, I just don't know what to say. We've said everything. I just don't know yeah. What to yeah. Say about this. You know, so sad for the victims, of course. Prayers for the victims, of course. I mean, what can you yeah, say? This keeps students. happening. Yeah, these students. Oh, my God. Um, but you and know, as a uh, parent, uh, I'm just frustrated, though, Steve. As a parent, you, you know, you just send your child to school and you don't know if your child's coming back home from school. Ain't, 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 that's, that's really just, that's a damn shame that what you're saying is absolutely true, that you can't send your children to school and sit there and expect them completely without a doubt to come home anymore. Right, right. You never know. You never, ever know. And, and the sad part about all of this with the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Carl. I, I, I was just saying that, uh, the problem with the whole thing is the politicians are not going to move on this. Now, this wasn't an assault rifle, right? No. This was a handgun? No. Yeah, 45. Right. 45. Yeah. From what I've heard. So now they're going to go, well, yes. that's not an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing, man, how they, oh, why they find a way to keep taking this NRA money. So, you know. They, that that won't be tied to that. Yeah, and and we have run out of words. We really have. This is, you know, it happens way too frequently, and we've run out of things to say. What do you say? What do you say? Then in Roanoke, Virginia, there was a manhunt for a Marine deserter. He was wanted for murder as a suspect for the killing uh, of his his mother's boyfriend. Huh? Wow. Yeah, that they had to shut down the schools because the schools, of this man. Yeah. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know I what to don't say. What's yeah. Going on. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on. Uh, switch gears here. Um, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, uh, we'll lighten things up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, wow. There's so much heavy, 
heaviness going on in the news and everything. But uh, during this segment, we do want to lighten things up. We want to lighten things up literally, okay? Yesterday was Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day. And uh, I got to ask you guys, what's something you need to loosen up and lighten up about? Steve, what do you think? Well, uh, if I had to say anything I probably need to loosen up about is uh, the reaction to everything my kids do. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I'll just, whatever they come in there and say to me, I'm just going to say, I don't give a damn. (laughs) I wouldn't say that, but my sentiment is What you want, hell no. (laughs) Get get, get away from the door. That's not lightening up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're going hard. I I can feel that up. I know. (laughs) Yeah, but mine has to do with my kids, too. What about you, Junior? Something I need to loosen up about? Mm-hmm. Taking family members' phone calls. I should really <laughs> do a better job at what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm talking what about... What do you mean, Junior? Well, when the phone rang, my immediate reaction mm. to when I see the name on it is to mm-hmm. throw the phone. <laughs> I want to make sure oh, yeah, I don't you accident- up about that. Yeah, I, I, I need to, because, you know, they... Yeah, because phones are expensive. Well, you first break of all, it. Shirley, it is never to my benefit when I answer. Yeah, yeah. You know? Never. Never. So I keep answering, though, so I keep saying I'm the problem. So if I throw this phone, yeah. I can't answer. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll break mm-hmm. it, and then you'll have to I don't give a damn. One. I get another phone. It's cheaper. <laughs> it's cheaper. Oh. <laughs> 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 to deal with that, huh? What? Man. <laughs> Junior, your family's so interesting. What? They really are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm All right, Neff. <laughs> Neff, what you got? What do you need to loosen I gotta loosen up, up on this for breeze, cause that's all I've been spraying on my ass, cause I can't take no bath till Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I have been for breezing the hell out of me. <laughs> do they have? So you just sitting over there body? smelling like a bunch of stinking orange. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just over there with more hot, wet ass citrus. Hey man, I'm doing what I can right now. I don't want no company, nothing. Hey, man. No, hey, come on. Uh, what is that stinking ass citrus I'm smelling? <laughs> Hot, wet, wait a ass minute. Oranges, that's wait a minute. You said it's a bunch of hot, wet ass. Yeah. <laughs> Citrus. <laughs> mama, mama, daddy smell like some hot orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> that made my day right there. <laughs> Hold up, here go better one than that. Mama. What? Daddy smell like V8. <laughs> that whole can of... You know how V8 yeah. smell? You be going, uh, man, it's, it's supposed to be juice. nutritious, but I'm not sure about this smell. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be citrus. Uh, uh, <laughs> hot, I got two more days, baby. Two more days. Hot, wet citrus. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> so... Man, T, I can't wait, man. Oh, I'm hanging in there with you, dog. I know that's Calling all that's y'all funny. when I bathe on Sunday. You watch everybody. Man, please call me. <laughs> we don't care. Oh. I drop for real. I man, don't I, care I, at all. What? <laughs> we don't care. I need to loosen up on this for brief. <laughs> mm. That's funny. Stinking oranges. Mm.
All right, so since we, we're, we're in fun mode now, here we are. So say you guys are running for office, all right? Your campaign slogan is your last name, 2020, and the last text you sent. What is your slogan? So your campaign slogan is your last name, 2020, and the last text you sent. So what is your slogan? Wow. I would do that when we come back. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, put a little thought into that one. Huh? Look at my last text. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it was no cussing in it. Oh. <laughs> Steve. All right, if you want to get on on the fun, post your comments and slogan <laughs> at Steve Harvey FM, Facebook, or Instagram. Now, coming up next, Nephew Tommy with today's prank phone call, and we'll get into these political slogans, too, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, at f- about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he's got to have it. <laughs> that is the subject. <laughs> and, of course, mm. the nephew's here with today's prank phone call. But before we get to the prank, we wanted to know what your uh, slogan would be if you were running for office, your campaign slogan. It's your last name, 2020, and the last text you sent. Let's go. I got it. Here's my son. Come get some of this plenty. Vote for Harvey in 2020. Mm. <laughs> that was the last text you said. No. Yeah, I just said something. Text my wife. Crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Here's the last text I sent, Jack. Miles 2020, come wash my ass. That's what? Okay. To your wife. Nobody voting for you. Wow. Uh, no. This is my last wow. text. You wanted the last wow. text. You said yeah. that, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's last text. Yeah. <laughs> now I know you smell like yeah. hot-ass oranges now. <laughs> no. She ain't coming uh, in there to do that. I love citrus. Not if you said it like that. Okay. <laughs> you talked to her like that. No way. Come on, this, Junior. This is my last text. <laughs> it's Spates 2020. I watched all the impeachment stuff I can watch for today. Where you at? That's your slogan. That's your right. slogan. Uh-huh. That's your slogan. I like it. Yeah, you I know, like that's it. to his girl. Uh-huh. Mm. That's it. Uh-huh. Let me give y'all this prank right here. This is praise dance, baby. Let's praise dance. Every church got a team. Praise dance. Let's go. Hello? This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How you doing? I'm looking for uh, Sister Tanya. This is Sister Tanya. Sister Tanya, this is Brother Fuller from the church. How are you? Oh, I'm well, Brother Fuller. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, we wanted to give you a call about the uh, about the praise dancing that's at the church. First of all, I wanted to really show you how much uh, uh, you're doing a great job over there with the praise dancers, and you you definitely do a great job on uh, on 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 uh, every third Sunday that you guys actually perform. Everybody seems to really like it. Well, thank you, thank you. What can I do for you today? There, there, there is a bit of a situation with, um, you know, it's been brought to our attention. We actually had a small gathering, a little meeting about it, and wanted to, I've been elected to actually give you a call. And who is this again? I'm sorry. Who are you again? Uh, Brother Fuller. Uh-huh. And, 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 and who had a meeting? Uh, some of the brothers at the church and a and, uh, uh, pastor actually sat in for a moment on it, and uh, I was actually elected to actually just give you a call. It, it, nothing that I don't think we can't get uh, uh, rectified and, 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 you know, move on smoothly as we normally do. But I, I just think it's, we wanted to reach out to you and kind of make you aware of it, if, it's a, a, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, and what things are those? Well, uh, Sister, Sister Tanya, has any of the 
praise dancers um, before they became praise dancers was 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 any of them strippers? I, I beg your pardon. Was any of the praise dancers that at the church that you have uh, uh, on the praise team right now was any of them strippers in the past? I'm sorry, sir. I don't I don't really know who you are. Um, and I don't really understand this line of questioning. Like I said, I'm, I'm Brother Fuller. I don't think we've met, but uh, I, like I said, I've been elected to give you a call. Now, now it, it seems like what happened is this past week when you all actually uh, danced, it, it, it seemed like a couple of the girls was actually uh, gyrating during the praise routine. Say what? Gyrating. Brother Fuller, I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you saw. None of my girls were gyrating. They were dancing for the Lord. And I think if you look through your Lord's eye, perhaps you would see them better, instead of maybe you were looking through the gyrating eye. No, no. See, some of these girls, a couple of these girls, we can point them out. A couple of them have uh, strip girl tendencies, evidently, because some of them have been gyrating. Strip girl tendencies. You know what? Sir, uh, I think we need to uh, complete this call. Perhaps I need to call Bishop and speak to him myself because, you know, I don't know what you do all day, but I have a real job, and I'm sitting here holding a conversation in my office about gyrating strippers in the church. Are you kidding me? Ma'am, listen, listen. Now, here's a couple other things that, that they're talking about. Some of the girls' uh, feet are real ashy when you all are performing, and they want to see if maybe you can you – can, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if y'all need the grip or whatever that y'all don't y'all don't put lotion on. I, we're not sure what that is. Um, as well as the the the, the, uh, the toenail polish. Everybody has three, four, five different designs and everything. Is it any way y'all can be in unison with your toenail polish? But the most important thing is the gyrating during the dance routine. I don't know what your feet look like. I don't need you calling me, talking to me about my girls, their feet, their nail polish. Perhaps your mind should be on Jesus instead of on them. How about that? Oh, you know, no, 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 no. I don't have time. I don't have time. It, it, I don't, I don't it's hard for my mind to be on Jesus when somebody's shaking their butt at the church. Now, that, that's the problem. Hey, you know what? Look, I'm at work. Now, I'm trying to keep a work tone. You're going to make me curse up here. Now, let me tell you something. Don't call me anymore. I will deal with Pastor. If he has something to say with me, he can say it to me personally. But I'm done with this conversation. Are you going to deal with the gyrating is what we want to know. Maybe, you know what, it, it, it just hit me. Maybe you're one of the ones that's doing the gyrating. Look, let me tell you something. My girls ain't doing no damn gyrating, and neither am I. Now, I am done with this conversation. Do you understand you, me? But, but listen. I'm done. Are you done with the done. gyrating? That's done. what we want to stop. So we, can, we can't praise the Lord if the boot is shaking. You know what? Sir, look, I, I got to go to work. I got to go. Now, I, I, again, I don't know what your issue is. It sounds to me like you have an issue with gyrating booties. I have not heard so much gyrating booties in one conversation in my entire life. Now, my mind is set on Jesus. I don't know what your mind is set on. Well, Sister Tanya, before you was a praise dance, uh, uh, oh, 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 a ministry, over the ministry, did, did you ever used to strip? No, I didn't do no stripping. Now, did your wife do any stripping? Uh, what? Did your mama do any stripping? What, what did you? Wait a minute, well, man. You heard what I said. You heard what, how you like when somebody called you and asked you if your mama did some stripping? How you like that? I got you. You know what I want to know? When is the next rehearsal? That way I can come and pick out who it is that's doing oh, no, this no, 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 no. You don't have you don't have any business at my rehearsal. I don't want to see you at my rehearsal. I don't want to I don't want to see any parts of you in my rehearsal. If I see you near one of my girls, I swear I'm coming after you myself. Do you understand me? We need to find out who's doing that gyrating. You don't need so to find out a damn thing. Place. You need to stay your butt in your own house. And, and I'm glad y'all ain't dancing when the when the when the plate is being passed. Cause ain't no telling how you act with them wands coming through that. You know what? That's it. That's it. 
You call me disrespecting me. I'm at work. I can't even handle this anymore. You know what? Don't call me no more. Don't look at my girls no more. Matter of fact, come near the church and see what I got for you. I want to know is you going to stop the job rating? When is you going to stop gonna do a damn from thing. That's, I'm not going to do a damn thing. Who you think you're talking to like that? You're supposed to be a, a minister. I'm talking to you. I'm done listening to you. Now I'm getting ready to go. Well, I got one more thing to say to you before you leave. No, you ain't got a damn thing to say to me. I said I was done. And I said I got one more thing to say is you listen. You know what, man? Get off my phone. I'm going to say it anyway. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your entire praise ministry congregation, all your girls, got me to prank phone call you. Oh, I'm a shitty. For real? Oh, oh. Oh, they got me cursing on the radio. Oh, hey, oh, oh. Which one was it? Oh, oh, you know what? It was all of them. Mm. I talked about mm. five of them. Now I got some explaining this. Oh. oh, Lord, have mercy. You oh. did good, though. You did real. You hung in there. Oh, wait till I talked to Bishop. Uh, you, you might want to call Bishop a oh. oh, I think I'm going to have it. Hey, I got one thing to ask you, Tanya. What's what that? is the baddest radio show in the land? Nobody else but the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> and there you have it. Praise dance it is. Praise right. dance. I love okay. praise dance. Play it too much. Hey, go, go to my website, thomasmiles.com. The Comedy Laugh Fest is jumping off 27, 28, 29, 30, and 31st. You can catch me, Sid, D.O. Hughley, Dion Cole. The list goes on and on. thomasmiles.com. You can go get the whole list. All right. Thank you, nephew. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, like I said, it's the Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationship, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject... He's got to have it. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 35-year-old woman dating a 41-year-old man. We've been dating for around five months, and we had sex a few times before we actually decided to be in a relationship. The sex was always normal, nothing out of the ordinary, and uh, after the encounter, we wouldn't talk for a while. Now, we live together, and I have come to realize that this man is a straight-up nympho. Uh, It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Every time we're in the bedroom at the same time, he is ready to get it on. He will drop everything he's doing just to get a little something. I find myself having sex three times a day some days, and it's usually after I get home at 6 p.m., which means that I'm up to 2 a.m. having sex. We both have to be (laughs) at work at 8 a.m., so you can imagine how tired I am the next day. On the weekends, he's like a constant sex machine and can go every other hour. His only excuse is that I'm so good that he can't get enough of me. He pouts like a little kid when I reject him, so plenty of times I have allowed him to get a quickie so he will not be mad at me. I've played sleep a lot, faked illnesses, and I've even let my child sleep with us just so he'll go to sleep and leave me alone. But that doesn't work either, because each time he just waits till the next morning 
to get it. At first, I was flattered by all of this, but it's too much for me now. I recently caught his boys high-fiving him when he told them how often we have sex. They could not believe it either. I'm ready to pack my things and get my own place just so I can get a good night's sleep. Stephen Shirley, please tell me how to have an honest conversation with my man about boundaries when it comes to sex. Tommy, you hush. <laughs> you put that on there? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tommy, you hush. The last line. Chill <laughs> <Tommy>. stupid. <laughs> you made the letter, Tommy. <laughs> All right. Uh, boundaries. You ask about boundaries. What boundaries? I, I mean, I think it's a little late for that. Uh, you guys live together now, and he feels like it's his for the asking. I mean, you're right there, so why not? Uh, you know, he does seem to be way oversexed. Um <laughs> I, I wish you guys were more sexually compatible, but you're not. And it is good you know this before you decide to take this relationship to the next level. I, I think, quite frankly, in order to have as much sex as you're talking about, you guys have, you do almost have to be some sort of sex machine. Um, uh, you guys have been dating for five months. Uh, you had sex a few times. Nothing out of the ordinary. You said pretty much normal. But then when you moved in, you found out that, wow, it's nonstop all the time. And then he's high-fiving with his boys, uh, you know, letting them know what goes on in your bedroom. That's a no-no. That is a no-no. You do need to sit him down and seriously talk to him. I doubt if it's going to do much good because he probably won't even hear a word you're saying because he's all he's thinking about is having sex with you since he does it so often um you know you were flattered at first and uh now it's gotten too much and usually in a relationship things do slow down after a while so um you have uh, a, a quite a sexually active man on your hands and if you guys can't come to some t- sort of agreement, you know, some sort of negotiation, it's it's going to be hard for you. Um, you do need to have an honest conversation with him uh, and tell him it's just too much. If you have to move out, that's what you're going to have to do and get your own Get your own place so you can have some peace. That's what you're going to have to do. You're not married to this man. Uh, and at this point, do you want to be married to him since you really know what's going on now? So, yeah, sit him down and see where it goes. Tommy, you hush. All right, Steve. That's what she said to you. <laughs> Steve. Well, I ain't got no time for this letter, so just let me tell you the truth. You need to pack it up and get out. Mm. Get your stuff. Pack it up. Get out. You're not going to get any rest as long as you there. Now he's 41, you 35. Y'all been dating for about five months. That's sex a few times before we actually decided to be in a relationship. You know, and now, now that y'all have moved in together, you realize that this man is just a nympho. It don't matter what y'all doing. Every time y'all in the bedroom at the same time, he got to get ready to get it on. Now, here's a suggestion. Stop going in that damn bedroom. Because <laughs> soon as he know you in there, here he comes. Now, you got another problem if you got a studio apartment. Because maybe the whole damn room is the bedroom. <laughs> you got... <laughs> you got a Murphy bed coming out that wall. You got a problem, lady. <laughs> yeah. 
I have uh, some help for you when we come back, but you just got it. You got to understand this is a crazy situation. You know, then if you sometimes you feel obligated to have sex with him because when you don't, he probably like a little boy and get mad. So now you have an ob- you feel you have an obligated sex, obliging sex, gratuity yeah. sex. You know, all that stuff ain't got nothing to do with you. So sometimes you give him a quickie so he don't get mad. Wow. That's how you stop him from getting mad. I wish they tried it universally, but that's not how it works. So I'll give you the rest of it when we come back. All right, Steve, hang on to that. Uh, We'll be back with part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Right after this subject, he's got to have it. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. He's got to have it. 35-year-old lady been dating this 41-year-old man. They've been dating for about five months. Had sex a couple of times. It was so good, just ordinary. Then they mess around and they moved in together. And she realized she didn't marry the super freak of the week, Rick James. She didn't mess around and marry <laughs> Rick James. I'm in love with Mary Jane. And um, it just been on and cracking. <laughs> One more time, Steve. I'm in love with Mary Jane. <laughs> She's my main thing. She makes me feel alright. Come on, she boy. Makes my heart a... sing. Yeah. When I'm feeling low, yeah. she comes in no surprise. Oh, Tells me you're winning up. Tells me I'm paradise. I love it. You better hold that paradise. <laughs> Sing oh. it. Oh, 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 do it, do it, Watch do this. it, do it, do it. <laughs> so now that we've got that out the way. <laughs> That's how you change it up, boy. Yes, baby. Go yes. Right on back. I love it. I love it. <laughs> right. Outstanding. You, you mess around and you sleeping with Rick James. <laughs> He's tying you up. <laughs> Super freak, super freak. All that's happening. Uh, It don't matter what I'm doing. Every time we're in the bedroom at the same time, he's ready to get it on. He'll drop everything he's doing just to get a little something. Now, here's a letter. I find myself having sex three times a day, some days. And it's usually after I get home after 6, which means that I'm up at 2 a.m. having sex. (laughs) <laughs> we both had to be at work at a.m. So you can imagine how tired I am next yes. day. Oh, this old, old Rick James is working you. <laughs> On the weekends, he's like a constant sex machine yeah. and can go every other hour. What? <laughs> every other hour. Mm-mm. What is he Too doing? Much. <laughs> much. What is he doing? His His excuse says is that He's so good that he can't get enough of me. She's so Any power like a little baby when you don't give him none. <laughs> so then you allow him to get a quickie so he don't be mad at you. I done played sleep. I done faked illnesses. <laughs> I let the baby <laughs> sleep right. in the middle with him just so he'll go to sleep and leave me alone. Uh-huh. But that don't work either. Go in there and get in your own damn bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Junior, get your ass up. Go and get in your own bed before I beat you. Oh I don't want to go in there, Daddy. Don't sit up and tell me no more what your ass ain't going to do. <laughs> there you go. Baby gone in that other room. What you doing? Oh, Lord. Leave. Leave me alone. Because each time he just wants. And then sometimes he'll just wait till the next morning to get it. At first, I was flattered. Then she caught him high-fiving with his boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. They couldn't believe it either. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to pack my things and get my own place so I can get a good night's sleep. Steve and Shelly, well, Steve's going to help you out. Pack up. Mm-hmm. Pack up, <laughs> get out, go get yourself some damn rest. <laughs> when he asks you why you leaving, you say, because you're tired. We <laughs> can't have all this meaningless sex. This three times a day. Yes. He's a sex machine. Every other hour on the weekend. Yes. It's too much. I'm going to tell you right now, it's just too damn much. I got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't that damn good. I just had you an hour and a half ago. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I get a little bit while you iron it? While you iron it? Just yeah, go ahead. Come on. Man. Come on. Go ahead. What you want to She say? told you to hush, though, Tommy. I'm just saying, why you ironing? Why you ironing your clothes? Can I just get a little bit while you ironing? Is it okay for me to yeah. kiss her? <laughs> okay. Yeah. A little bit. Well, what my, my question is, what do he do? <laughs> he she told work. you what he did. <laughs> well, he ain't in corporate America. Letter. <laughs> yeah, but what do he do for a living? She didn't is he working? Say. Is he unemployed? He's, He's a sex machine. A <laughs> Friday Popeye sandwiches. Mm. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> get up. Get on. Well, he got so much energy. Yeah. Get up. He ain't got get on up. Do. Stay on the scene. Get on up like a sex machine. Get on Sing up. Get up. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up like a sex machine. Strawberry get letter we've had. <laughs> <laughs> he went from Rick hey. James to James mm-hmm. Brown. Oh, oh, yeah. Good God. Get up. Mm-hmm. Get, get up. Get up. Get on up. Stay <laughs> on the scene. Get yeah. on up like a sex machine. Uh-huh. I love the background. We got to get out of here, okay? Please post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up. At 46 after the hour, guess who will be in the building? The one, the only, Pimpin! In Week the 11. Week 11 NFL picks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, get ready. Pimpin in the building with Week 11 NFL picks, baby. Hey, coming in. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? He's like gliding in. You see that? Yeah. Gliding. Gliding in in from Africa. You know what I'm saying? You're over there, too. Man, we in Ghana, man. We just over here just, it's tripping, man. I got What kind of pimp coat you got on in Ghana? Yeah. You see this? You ain't never seen this before. Don't nobody want to try this one on. Yeah. What's that? That's nice. What is that, Pimpin'? This is a malaria jacket. What? What? Oh my God. Yeah. Steve. I mean, that's a sickness, I mean, thing. Steve. 
<laughs> no, Shirley, no, you tripping. Don't slow down. Made this whole thing out of mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole jacket is press mosquitoes. <laughs> on the fabric. I see that. You see oh. the wings and yeah. all that, huh? I see, Pippa. Huh? We'll, you we'll see it? Jacket. Oh, God. <laughs> now, you ain't got to tell me, shall I call it what I want to call it? This is malaria jacket. Oh, <laughs> malaria, okay. Don't okay. nobody want it because you can't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying okay. You know what jacket. I'm saying? The, no, the reason I call mm. it malaria jacket because these hard to get. <laughs> you can't just go pick this up. These are hard to get, man. <laughs> you know, Shirley, you always want to be politically correct, you know, with your little yeah. fine self. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Pimpin. But you know, you know. Oh, you she done perked up correct. right there. I'm telling you. I know <laughs> that. Right. You, you know, know what I'm <laughs> Right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just the I, way once he has I told said her what's it. happening. <laughs> It's the way you he know has what I'm saying. It. That's what it is, girl. It is the way. Now you feeling this jacket? Now what you got, Tommy? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Let me hold up, hold up, hold up, Tommy, hold up. Hey, what's up, chocolate? Hey, Pippin, I was wondering what's oh, happening. No, no, you ain't got to wonder. I know jealousy when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was a little salty. You are correct. Hi, Pippin. Yeah, what's hey, what's up, Junior? What's up, Pippin, my hero? What's happening, brother? My man, my hey, man, my hey, man. We don't hey. have time to do these football games, is we? Yeah, we I got time. We can run through. If you're ready. All right, uh, Atlanta Falcons, right? man. They on their way to Carolina to play the Panthers. Oh, that's going to be wild because Falcons won, didn't they? Panthers lost. Mm-hmm. Upset game of the week. Atlanta gonna beat the Panthers. Okay. Woo. Okay. Cowboys. You know, I hit that other upset. Upset when you I sure told did. you Denver was gonna beat the Patriots. I told y'all. You did. You did. And you I did. told y'all the Browns was gonna whoop their ass too. I know what mm-hmm. I be talking about. Who? Who you asking me? I'm gonna give you the rest of them on the backside. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Coming up more with Pimpin'. <laughs> Right after this, at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Pimpin', come on with more of Week 11 NFL Picks, baby. I ain't, I ain't never leave nowhere. Thank you, baby. Go ahead. What's up, Tommy? All right, let's go, got? Pimpin'. Dallas Cowboys headed to Detroit to play the Lions. Oh, that's going to be tough, man. Cowboys trying to act like they trying to make a comeback, ain't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm over in Africa. Ain't no football over here. They're, they're, they be playing cricket. I don't even know what that is. What they playing mm. over there? They should have got on regular dress pants and stuff. I be going, who, 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 who playing? <laughs> they got regular dress pants on, flop hats like they at the beach, got a bunch of suntan lotion on. I be going, this ain't no damn game. Why are you running to throw the ball? Just throw it. You <laughs> talk about cricket, Pippin. One bat Flat ass bat got three sides on it. I be going, damn, what is y'all doing? <laughs> Game be lasting three, four days. Man, I got to go home. Everybody won yet? <laughs> damn, cricket. Right, cricket is doing ass game, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Tom, I Did you mean, pick one? Cowboys or Detroit? I don't know. I don't even really care, man. I only want to pick. Let's just talk this week because I ain't, okay, ain't going to be able to watch the games because, you okay. know, I'm over here, Steve. Steve came over here to Africa and just slowed my whole roll down over here. I'm scared to go outside at night. Pimps go out at night. 
Yeah. Why you <laughs> can't go out at no night? I'd be scared to go outside. <laughs> lions walking around this time. I'm going, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't go to the store. I don't know where the store at. I can't well, stand no, on the corner. Ain't, ain't no pimps over there yeah. that you can get with? Ain't no, ain't no Hell, all the pimps I know got eight. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, pimping is a nighttime activity, dog. You don't come out here and just be all up in here trying to find nothing to do. You can't okay. say nothing to nobody over here. It's dangerous. Like that, I'm ready to come home. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm like, just come. You know, we was in Johannesburg. It was nice. We all out here in Ghana. I don't know what's happening. Okay. You walk outside, they be selling stuff on their head. It's like halftime out here in Ghana. You be going down. He said it's like halftime. I be going down. Slow down. Slow down. What you eating over there, Pimper? You eating anything good? Oh, man. Yeah, you know, it was pineapples. It's delicious over here. I done had so many pineapples. Okay. No, how are the ladies treating you? How are the ladies treating you? It ain't going good at all because these African dudes, they be tight. You yeah. know, you be, say something to they woman, they got a machete out and everything. That's all I said was I, what you talking about cutting my head off? All I said was, hi. Hi. you in here talking about cutting my whole head off. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> pimp. They, they, they ain't got nothing to do with tight. pimping. I'm going, man, I be going, damn, Africa, slow down. <laughs> oh, man. You know, let me tell you something. You know, man, but they love Steve over here. They cool with Steve, but me, oh, the pimp, okay. nah, they don't have nothing to do with me. They ain't got a lot of churches mm-hmm. over here, too. They churches mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, you know, I, mean, I go outside, good. I walk that's under, good. huh? Uh huh. I don't, you know, sometimes I walk outside, I they got so many billboards with churches on it, I've been just praying and stuff. Hey, ain't like me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. You just be praying because of the sign? Man, I done, I done talked to the Lord so many times over here, I don't even think I want to be a pimp no more. <laughs> 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 you about to change your I way. think I'm getting what they, what, what, what they call it, redeemed? Yeah. Not renounced. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, redeemed. Oh, renounced. No, Tommy D, this ain't the Catholic Church. My yeah. bad. No, He's on meds. He had redeemed. shoulder surgery. Oh, he on that uh, Percocilo or something? Yes. Percocet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Percocet. <laughs> oh, Percocet. Oh, that's different from Percocilo. Oh, All right. Man. Well, you know well, Pimpin', I hate to say it, but we got to well, go. Well, I got to go. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm sorry I didn't do no picks this week, y'all, but we over here in Africa, and I ain't seen the game. So, But okay. I tell you what, don't let your babies grow up to be cricket players. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> coming up, more music, more know fun. <laughs> more trending topics <laughs> coming up in 20 minutes after the hour right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. 9.20. Tickets go on sale Monday for Kanye West's appearance <laughs> at Joel Osteen's mega church. That's in Lakewood, uh, right south, outside of Houston, right, guys? No, right, right, right in, in the middle of Houston. Houston. You know oh, in the middle of Houston. You know something, Shirley? I, there's yes. been a lot of conversation over here in Africa about uh-huh. how they feel and asking me how I feel about Kanye. He gets a lot of support over here with what he's doing. And uh, I, I support his movement towards uh, Christianity and all right there, too, you know. 
um, you know, it's it's a walk, you know, but we got to get there. You know, he's not he's not there yet. He's in the process. And so I just I just look at him because he's in the process, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's wonderful that he's in the process. He definitely ain't where he need to be, but then I, I show sure ain't either. So I can't judge him on that. Right. Yeah. 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 So he'll be at the church tomorrow in Houston. And he's selling tickets. How much yeah. tickets cost, Carl? No, they're free. You just have to have a ticket to get in. Oh, okay. Oh. So it's not. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. All right. You can get him at Ticketmaster. Ain't no sense in me going up there funky it. like that. Kanye ain't going to want that way I'm smelling no. right now. No. Uh, no, sir. No, hey, man, uh, you don't need to hey, leave man. the house. No, nah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. I think his wife might uh, <laughs> differ with you on that. <laughs> All right, we'll have more. Like a bunch of old dead-ass roses. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more of the Smell it like Lazarus as he came out the tomb. More shenanigans, more trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Get this, guys. O.J. Simpson is concerned that Colin Kaepernick's friends are hurting him uh, get back into the NFL. O.J. wasn't specific, but some think O.J. is talking about Eric Reed, Brandon Marshall, because they have publicly said uh, Colin's NFL workout this Saturday uh, could be a sham. Well, of course, tomorrow, I mean. O.J. said one thing that he has learned is that sometimes your friends can do and say things that aren't in your best interest. You think? Really? <laughs> you think? Words you don't want to hear from O.J. is hurting. That's the word we don't want. Can do some things that ain't in your best interest, and he damn sure should know what that is. <laughs> what make him think why somebody offering advice? I, I don't I, know. I don't get that. Yeah, why are you just talking? A yard full of people. <laughs> Steve, once again, <laughs> his ass passing out reconciliation advice. Man, Man you don't right. sit your old it. ignorant ass down. Uh-huh. You philosophical. Right, when the hell did you get into problem solving? Man. Hey, man. Greatest Show ignorant ass. You ain't got no types of skillful ass conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. All, all I know right. is a, a comedian named... All in the driveway with a damn butcher knife trying to settle it. All I know is Steve Harvey said it was so much evidence everywhere. They found a Heisman Trophy in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what about his friend that drove him around? Oh, Al Collins. Al Collins. That was your. That yeah, was a friend know, he could count on. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, and that was after. That was after the fact. Yeah. yeah. But and I, I would he did it no damn well. <laughs> no. Yeah. Mm-mm. But as yeah. soon as yeah. all them cop cars had a guy behind me, I'd have pulled over in that damn Bronco. OJ, we out of gas, man. We got to get out right here. Come on, man. Stop playing. Lay them pictures down and come on out. Put your hands up, OJ, before they kill our black ass. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> juice, juice, juice get out. a real friend would do. Yeah. That's a real friend. We out of gas. Put them damn pictures down before they think it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is sick. <laughs> Stupid ass been living in Brentwood too much. Put them damn pictures down. <laughs> <laughs> that picture he's holding to his chest. Yeah, up here trying to. Uh, he doing stop damage control. Stop wiping your eyes before they think you reaching for a gun. Don't wipe, wipe your eye one more time. Get a shot in him. <laughs> okay. OJ got advice. Let me hear that. 
but damage control advice. Yeah, yeah. Colin's talking to OJ. Uh, OJ, when we get out the car, don't walk towards them people smiling. This ain't a Hertz commercial. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, uh, moving on. Ass on the ground with me. <laughs> Thank Don't you, OJ, for nothing, I guess. <laughs> Coming up, our last break of the day, and then some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go. Uh, closing remarks. It's been a great Friday. We've had fun today. Um, our hearts and prayers are still going out to the kids in um, uh, Santa Clarita, California. And um, just try and make it a good weekend. Yeah, the victims, their yeah. families. Yeah. Absolutely. The students, yeah. 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 Another Man. mass well, shooting you in know, schools. On another and... note, let me uh, say this mm-hmm. uh, in my closing. Mm-hmm. Um I am specifically this morning, which I never do, but I'm specifically talking to African-Americans. What I want to say to you is pointed directly at African-Americans. Now, don't be alarmed because this isn't a criticism at all. This is a suggestion that I have. Uh, After spending uh, quite a bit of time over here in Africa over the past uh, couple of weeks, and I got a little bit more time to go before I go home. I just wanted to say to African-Americans, it is a great move for each and every one of us to come to Africa. I think it will be probably one of the most touching and moving things you've ever done. I'm putting together, uh, I'm trying to unite three different tourism boards to come up with a trip. It's a non-revenue making trip. I don't care about making money. On this trip that I want to plan, I do care about the exposure. I do want African Americans to be aware or fully, fully aware of the connection that we have with this place called Africa. This place that we were displaced into or misplaced into, whatever the term is, but We were taken from our homeland of Africa and we were brought to the shores of America and we were brought here with bad intents. There's nothing, nothing good about the act of slavery. There's nothing, nothing to be gained from the process of slavery. There's no valuable lesson to be learned because of slavery. It was just 400 years of atrocity perpetrated against a people that did not deserve it at all. But to come back to Africa has been one of the most moving experiences of my entire life. I cannot express to you how you will feel when you set your foot on the soil of the continent that your ancestors were from. I am telling you, it is heartwarming It is a feeling of of contentment that you can't feel other than the contentment of feeling like you finally got back home. And for most of us, it's like going back home to a place you've never been. I can't tell you the vastness of this continent. I can't tell you about the cultural richness of it. It's something you really, really, really do have to see for yourself. I implore all of you, 
all of you, to let's look into it and put our money together, save your money, and come home to Africa. It is not what they perpetrate. Everybody over here don't have flies on them. Everybody over here not hungry. Now, don't get me wrong. It's some poverty over here. It really, really is. It's some, it's some conflict over here. But we got all that in the United States. But what it is is far more than we've been led to believe. There are opportunities here for us. There is a welcome and a warm feeling here for us. There is a chance to connect to a people who look just like us. I mean, I've gotten so accustomed to walking down the street and driving down the street and walking in restaurants and seeing all black people. It's, you know, at first it throws you a little bit because you go, man, it's a lot of blacks in here. And then you realize where you are. And this is just how it is. This is not, and please don't misunderstand me by any stretch of the imagination. This is not an anti-white statement. I have no problem with whites at all. I am talking purely to African Americans about making a trip back to the motherland that we are all from. You will get it. If you are a thinking person, you will get it. If you are a person with any heart, you will feel it. You can't, it's impossible to miss. Now I know the expense of the ticket, how many hours, and you need a lot of days to take off a vacation, get it done. I'm gonna be presenting a package pretty soon that will afford some of my listeners a chance to come over here at probably the most affordable rates as I can get the tourism boards to agree to and, and make it uh, really, really affordable as I possibly can. It's not going to be free. It's gonna cost more than going on a family reunion. I can tell you that it's gonna cost more to go into Yanti's house and all like that, but it is worth the trip to come and see what I've seen. It is amazing, man. I was doing a radio thing today to promote my Family Feud show. And you, you know, man, I was sitting in that station looking at people look like they from Detroit, look like they from Atlanta, like they from Philly. And the reception, the warmth that they feel towards me, not only me, but to every African-American that they find out is coming back for the return of the 400 here in Ghana. It's, they're just so happy to see the connection. I just recommend it for all of us. I just wanted to say that in a heartfelt way that Africa should be on your bucket list. It should be on your list of trips to save up for. If you can bring your children, it would be amazing. But if you can just afford to bring yourself, make sure you get here. I don't care how old you are. Ask God to help you. Start saving your money. Please come home to Africa. It'll be one of the most rewarding trips you've ever taken. Those are my closing remarks today. All right. All, All right. right. Drop it. Drop well, it. Well, y'all have a great weekend. Like I said, <laughs> take care of yourself. God For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 